You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Rachel and Gabby's upcoming season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 291. A little bit late. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a great show for you this week. The only engaged couple to come out of Temptation Island this season, Luke Weschelberger and Iris Jardiel, are coming up momentarily. Sorry, this is a little bit late. Schedules got conflicted and had some cancellations. And so when Luke and Iris said we could do it Friday, I said, that's fine. Um, I'll put it up Friday night or first thing Saturday morning. I still don't know when this is going up, Um, but if you're listening, it's up. So there's a lot of stuff to get to before we get into Luke and Iris. Obviously, the biggest news just broke a few hours ago, and that is the fact that um, Michelle and Nate have broken up. They both released a statement on their Instagram stories. I screenshot both of them, I tweeted it out, and I put it on my Instagram stories as well. The fact that they didn't put it in their feed means it's going to be gone in 24 hours. So, uh, But most people, uh, most of the entertainment sites all have both of their statements, so if you want to go check that out, you can. I know people are asking, well, what's the real story or whatever. I was like, look, I don't care to get into this. I don't know anything about this couple other than, you know, I was hearing the same rumors everybody else was a month ago. So this is this a surprise to me? No. Um, I was always told it was a matter of when and not if, but I never reported it, nor was I going to. Um, I'm leaving that to the other people now that love to trample on people's failing relationships. Um, I don't care anymore to do that. Did I used to do that? Absolutely. I would have been the first to, when I heard about this a month ago, I could have easily put it out there and say, hey, everyone, Michelle and Nate are going to break up, just to let you know. I don't know when, but it's coming. And just, it doesn't, You know, the more I think, the more I thought about it over the years, I'm just like, if I were in that position, that would really suck if someone put that out there. And not only are we dealing with a difficult relationship and a possible breakup, now it's out there and now we have to address it because if I would have put it out there, everybody in America, you know, exaggeration, but you know what I mean? Everybody in Bachelor Nation would have blown them up. Reality Steve's reporting this. Are you guys okay? And they would have had to deal with stuff that they didn't need to deal with. Now you let other people do it, like Ducks Moy and you know, not skinny, but not fat. It's like, great. And I, you know, I'm curious, like, look, I know I used to do it, but now when I look at other people doing it, I'm like, why isn't not skinny, but not fat. Isn't that girl married with a child? What if she gets a divorce? What if someone leaks? What I'm just, I have no idea about her, her relationship, but I know that she's married and has a child. So I'm just asking, I'm just kind of I don't know her. I went on her podcast like three or four years ago. I don't really remember it, but you know, it's like I know that she's like this gossip queen apparently and loves to like spill the tea, but she's spilling the tea that is affecting other people's lives and relationships. And yes, I know I used to do this, but I don't anymore. And there's a reason that I don't because I finally put myself in these people's position and I'm like, no, that would really suck. So I'm curious why somebody should ask her like, hey, you know, I know you're like this gossip queen, but what if somebody did this to you? What if your relationship with your husband was on the rocks and somebody did this to you? Wouldn't that kind of suck? And yet here she is posting a an email she got from somebody and and running with it. It's like, now yeah, did it turn out to be true? Yes. But she's acting like, I don't know, that she was the only person that knew that. Like, like I said, I had heard a month ago about this. So it is what it is. Um, I'm not going to comment on it. Breakups suck. Um Wish the both of them the best uh, moving forward. I know nothing about whatever any real reason was or, or whatever. The biggest question I got from a lot of you tonight was what happens to the $200,000 that they were given at the After the Fun of Rose in December? I have no idea. My guess is they don't collect it because that was a $2,000 to go toward a down payment on a house. As far as I know, they didn't purchase a house together. So I don't know why they would just be able to keep 200000 you know, between them or 100000 each. If the intention of that money was to go to a house, clearly they're not getting a house together. They've broken up and we move on. Um, I've, I've always said like, I just, 
I don't care what couple it is in this franchise. Maybe some are more surprising than others, but after maybe five or ten seconds, I move on with my life. Like, this will never affect me, and no no breakup in this franchise. And I'm speaking to you if you're, if you're happy to be really bothered by this, or you're, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. This shouldn't affect your life in any way, shape, or form. You could be, you could be like, wow, that sucks. But it should not be something that you go searching for answers and digging for stuff and looking for stuff and clues everywhere. It's just like, just let it go. Two people broke up. It happens every day across America with numerous couples. Just because they're in the public eye doesn't mean they owe you any sort of explanation. I don't, you know, I move on. Michelle and Nate broke up. Sucks. Sorry for them. Let's move on. Um, couple things. Yesterday, I did a Instagram Live that is now on my feed on Instagram that covered spoilers for the first week of filming for Bachelor in Paradise. And then today, I put in a column on my website, realitysteve.com, what I put in the Instagram live so you could read it for those that didn't want to watch the video, which was almost 30 minutes long, and I had more stuff in there. So what I posted today is the updated information that I have, and I have found out a couple more things as well, so I'm going to probably release those over the weekend. But that's where we're at, first week of filming, and that's up on my website. It's up on my reels. It's still up on my feed, but the most recent stuff with everything is on the website on realitysteve.com. And then I also have it in my reel, which is a minute long, but it's a lot of written words that you can screenshot and uh, and do that. But a lot of aggregators have basically taken my information and posted it on their Instagram accounts, which bothers me to no end, but there's nothing I can do about it, uh, unfortunately. Um, so that's out there with Bachelor in Paradise stuff. And, you know, it's interesting because... <laughs> We talk about this every year. Like, I don't spoil the show so you don't watch. It's not the point. Like, oh, here are your spoilers. You don't need to watch anymore. If anything, I'm giving you the spoilers so you will watch. And I've never not said don't watch the show because I've just given you the spoilers. And I always think it's interesting because this is a show that was just announced the other day. Bachelor in Paradise isn't going to start airing until September 27th. And we all know the producers of this show hate me. They don't like me because of what I do publicly. Privately, like, how can how can this show not like what I do? I know they do, privately. I've heard producers tell other people who then relate it to me, like, yeah, they don't really care that much that you do it because you're free publicity to them. And that's exactly what I am. I'm free publicity to them. I'm keeping people interested in a show that doesn't air for another four months. And people are all talking about what I posted today and the spoilers. And it's just funny to look at it because the show has this you know, giant hatred towards me when in reality they should probably be embracing what I do. And because, and, and I, like I said, I know that some producers privately behind the scenes are like, yeah, it's great for us. Guy gives us free publicity. He's talking about our show three or four months before it even airs. So, yeah, I mean, that that's always been interesting. But in regards to the spoilers themselves, there's a couple things I wanted to mention. And, and I say it every year. You got to remember what I posted yesterday was literally just the first rose ceremony on who gave roses to who. It does not mean that all those couplers are going to end up together at the end. There's going to be so many changes, and people give roses to somebody else. You're going to be like, "What happened to that couple?" I thought you said, "Where they got?" All I said was, "These are the roses that were given out at the first rose ceremony." So just keep that in mind. Don't get carried away with, "Oh my gosh, I thought they were a forever couple and couple goals and all this stuff." It's paradise. There's going to be drama. There's going to be people coming in literally to break up couples. Um, the only one I heard is Brandon and Serene are like the it couple so far. But, hey, they might something might happen there, and someone might come in and change that whole dynamic up. But the bottom line is do not get carried away when you see first rose ceremony roses. It just it doesn't mean much. And um, the second rose ceremony where the women handed out the roses was on Wednesday night. I know a few of them, but I didn't have all of them. That's why I didn't post it. Um, the other sentiment I got when I posted the spoilers seemed to be that this is a setup for Michael, a Leo being the bachelor. 
Michael was in the running last year, and they chose Clayton. I don't know a year later why, because he's on Paradise, this would set it up. Because you got to remember, Paradise doesn't start till September 27th. The Bachelor doesn't start filming. The Bachelor will start filming before Paradise sets up. In the past, when Paradise is aired in its normal time, which is beginning of August to mid-September, and it goes straight into Bachelor filming, you could pluck someone from Bachelor in Paradise who had a storyline, i.e. Nick Vile, into the Bachelor role because it made sense. That doesn't work for Michael. We're going to see Gabby and Rachel's season lead into the filming of The Bachelor, so you would think that one of their guys is going to be The Bachelor. I don't know who. Still early. Still three months away from that happening. So, But this idea that, oh, Michael's going to be on Bachelor in Paradise so they can set up his Bachelor edit, I... For that to happen, if Michael is named The Bachelor in September and he starts filming, we'll, be know, we'll, we'll know that Michael is The Bachelor filming it before we even see him on Paradise. I mean, I guess that would be kind of the same thing as Clayton, but they already made that mistake last season with Clayton. We've seen Michael on a previous season, but Clayton was filming The Bachelor before we ever saw him air on Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. It would be the same thing for Michael. He'd start filming The Bachelor before we ever see him on Bachelor in Paradise. I don't know. I don't see it. I think there's plenty of other um, capable and people that will they'll look at first before Michael. If they wanted Michael, they would have made him the Bachelor last year. And you can talk about, oh, he wasn't ready and whatnot and uh, watching the kid. But, I mean, again, this is... I, I, don't, I just... I don't see it. I mean, obviously, everything's on the table. They can... They've, they've pulled shit out of their ass before. But if you're asking me, do I think Michael's going to be The Bachelor? Certainly not because if it's going to be some Bachelor in Paradise edit leading into him being The Bachelor since, like I just said, it doesn't start airing until after The Bachelor starts filming. So it wouldn't be because of that, but I'd say there's other candidates right now that aren't him. So just keep that in mind. But anyway, uh, I did want to... Uh, I wanted to get that out there, and like I said... Let Michelle and Nate be. There's no need to dig and find out what really happened. If anything, it might just be two people that just dated for six months and realized, yeah, maybe it's not a fit. As simple as that. But nothing else to, um, I mean, you're just not going to get much more of an opinion from me because I don't know the relationship. So how could I comment on something I know nothing about? So, Bachelor in Paradise spoilers will be coming. I have a, I have a few small things that I know happened. Um, I do know somebody left. Another person left. Guy left. And um, But I'll, I'll get to that because I want I want to put it in with more stuff. I don't want to just like... Because I hear stuff. I hear like one thing. I'm like, okay, do I put that out now or do I wait until I have more information and, and release it in like a bundle? Because it gets, gets lost in the shuffle if every one thing I hear, I just put out immediately. So I like to bundle things up and put it. So you have three or four or five or, you know, like yesterday's post, you had so many spoilers. Um, so that's what I usually the way I like to do it. But unless it's something may, if it's something major, yeah, I might post it as a, as a, as a one-off. But what I heard was not, not, not it's nothing major. It's just another, just a spoiler. There's so many spoilers involved in the show. Who just came on to the Island is a spoiler. Who got eliminated is a spoiler. How somebody got eliminated is a spoiler. Like, there's just a lot of things that are spoilers, but obviously some are more important than others. So, with that said, um, sorry this podcast is up a little bit late. Told you about the scheduling, but we're ready to go. Here we go with Luke and Iris for podcast number 291. Okay, let's bring them in. They are the only engaged couple from this past season of Temptation Island Luke Weschelberger and Iris Jardiel. Luke, Iris, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Hey, I'm doing great, man. We're doing great. Yeah, we're <laughs> excited to be here. I just want to say, first off, congratulations uh, on the engagement. And it's kind of funny because, you know, with this show, you guys filmed in September. Like Your, your finale yeah, doesn't yeah. air <laughs> until May. Like, so I want to know, were you guys living together pre-show or no? I can't. You might have said it on the show. I, I forgot if you did. So it's interesting. We have lived together. Uh, we lived in Miami together 
for a few months and then we came back to Seattle and we started living separately again but we live so close to each other that we can see each other whenever so it's not a big deal yeah we see each other like every day all day (laughs) okay so how hard was it to kind of keep this secret obviously there's no way especially I've always found it interesting on on this show because with the couples that leave to go do the show if they happen to end up breaking up it's like (laughs) it's a really (laughs) weird thing to cover up because if you were living together then someone has to move out and then people around you I would think would know that like this has got to be really hard to keep a secret but you guys yeah for you guys how was it for you Honestly, yeah, for for us in particular, having kind of a social media background where we're constantly posting stories, all of the food adventures we go on together, friends started to notice, are you and I are still together? Because we had to not post each other in anything. And that was even more hard for us for the last eight months before the finale of the show came out. So, you know, we, of course, told our closest friends and our family and our inner circle. So they all understood. But at the end of the day, like just having to pick and choose which adventure I could post that Iris couldn't be in was, was the only really thing we kind of fought about in the last eight months. Like, yeah, we'd fight over like, I want to post this dinner. He'd be like, no, I want to post this dinner. And it was fun. We went to ultra music festival in Miami and that was Iris's whole thing. Even though I was there taking all the videos, I couldn't really be in it. Even though it was awesome. It was fun. We went even with Jillian there uh, from the show as well. And then when we went to Coachella, I was able to post more there. Uh, we just instead posted of Irish, in yeah. different locations of Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can tell you this about, I want to say maybe about halfway through the show airing, somebody sent me a picture of you guys, but you guys were in the car at Coachella. So they're like, Hey, I don't know if you know any spoilers. And, and I didn't at the time. I didn't, oh I don't, my God. <laughs> and they, Dude, they, you know they were literally in the, the lane Wait, over from stopped. you and they took a picture. Yeah. No, yeah. like, a cop pulled us over because he recognized us from the show. And he's like, I'm a big fan. We were freaking out. We thought we were in trouble. And we were on the way to Coachella. But he's like, I'm a big fan of you guys. Like, can I get a picture of you? But then we saw this girl who was on the opposite end take a photo of us. And that kind of freaked yeah, me out. Yeah, people were looking in because we rented a car down in Palm Springs there with no tent. Yeah. And we're in these crazy lines and our car is waiting to park. And there's people like looking, pointing at us. We had a friend in the back seat, but yeah, this motorcycle cop literally flicked his lights on, pulled us over. We thought we were screwed. The girl in the back had an open container. Um, <laughs> and then next thing you know, man, like he's like, "Hey, my wife makes me watch this show in the only six hours I have off when I'm at home and stuff." Yeah, all the time. it was great because <laughs> there was a huge line going to the festival with all the cars, and he escorted us into the festival. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, yeah, he gave well, us front row presidential service after the fact because we were waiting in that line, and he cleared yeah. a lane for us. It was awesome. So obviously, <laughs> the show can't tell you once you get off, once you leave Hawaii. The show can't tell you you guys cannot be seen out in public together. I mean, they can't do that, can they? What did they? they what, what did they tell us, you? <laughs> they told us verbally, and they told us it could also be kind of a breach of contract if we are like actually posting together if like our friends are posting us together so i mean they can't really like tell us not to like be out together at all yeah but they just said like please don't do this it's like for your best interest because you want the viewers to not know the ending of the show yeah and i mean some of the viewers really dug deep uh, we saw some reddit forums where we were iris and i when we we're at the same airbnb i took a picture just for a story and she did too and the people literally circled like lawn ornaments in the background and said, oh, these these are the same lawn ornaments that are oh, yeah. in Luke's picture <laughs> and Iris's. So they're 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 smart. We got to hand it to everyone out there that followed us that closely. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's just one of these things. I know now from basically when you got back from Maui, I would say it was beginning of October or whatever it was from the beginning of October until the cast was officially announced publicly. Nobody would have known that you just went off and filmed a show, filmed a show. And I would think that time was a lot easier because you didn't have to hide it. Nobody knew you were on a show and whether or not you guys had stayed together or not. Right. Because I didn't know about who the new cast was until whatever it was, February when they're like, Hey, here's our new four couples this season. 
And so, but you had already been home for five months at that point before the cast even got released. Were we yeah. posting together? We were post- posting on our close friend stories together. Yeah, we okay. still, the, the show still told us you guys really can't be posting anything together because some people do know that the show is filmed, you know, over those few months. And if we're still posting things after that fact, then maybe people could catch on that we were still together. Yeah. No, that's just, it's just such a tricky, it's such a tricky thing. And, it, you know, at least for you guys, you were together. It was just, how are we going to manage it versus, you know, people yeah. that break up and have to go home and be like somebody that was part of their daily routine. Mm-hmm. Now, not only do they have to whatever, move out or whatever the case may be, they also have to not even be able to tell anybody about it or, you know, have any to, anybody to talk to. But, I mean, obviously, we'll get into the other people and whatnot. I do want to, mm-hmm. I do also want to, um, for Iris, I, I do want to thank you for not letting, uh, this deke get between you and Luke. <laughs> that line. Oh, was just... Man, that deke had me tripping out for a second. Man. You know, he's the homie. And I feel like they portrayed it as something more than what it really was. But like, I think he's hilarious on social media and I think, like, just because you fangirl over someone, like, it doesn't mean you want to sit on their face or anything, you know? <laughs> you just want to jump on their... Yeah. 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 But, dude, they got Iris, like, pretty hammered right before that moment and before yeah. they brought him in. It was all perfectly planned yeah, for they, production. Producers were handing me shots in my bathroom, and it was just me like no other cast members and they were like is party iris ready to come out tonight and i was like hell yeah and i'd be taking shots and i think i was like seven shots deep by the time that he arrived yeah. and i was it was crazy yeah well, well, <laughs> well the other thing was i'm assuming during the interview process of this show they had asked you have you ever seen any of the past seasons and mm-hmm. you know yep. who are your favorite I'm, I'm guessing at some point you told them you Maybe not we're interested in Deke, but you thought he was funny from, you know, last season or whatever, season two, whatever, one, I forget which one he was on. Yeah, season two. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, Luke and I did a social media interview right before we started filming the show, and they asked us, which single from all the seasons do you vibe with the most? And I immediately said, Deke from season two, he is so funny. All his videos on social media are so hilarious. And I'm sure they kept that in the back of their mind. And maybe when I wasn't having a connection on the island, they're like, "Let's bring him in." Yeah. <laughs> what, by the way, since now we know that they asked you that, Luke, who did you say? I said, you said Brittany. Yeah, from Brittany one. from season one. She was kind of the yoga chick. Do you remember her? Uh, I mean, like, I um, blonde hair, blue eyes. She was there she, with Carl. Yeah, she had a connection with Carl. Wow. But it was yeah, a long time ago kind okay. of thing, and they didn't bring her. They brought Sam. I yeah. think they tried to get the Filipino vibe in the house a oh. little bit because Iris is Filipino. So <laughs> it was like, and you know, Sam was cool and all. Uh, it, she came so late in the season, yeah, uh, that it was just kind of like you know, I had already been taking different girls on every date, and uh, we can get to it later. But yeah, the last couple dates, uh, you know, Juicy and Paige kind of told me we're, we're kind of at war for you right now. And I just kind of wanted to make everyone happy. That's kind of who I am. And I gave them the last two dates pretty much for that reason. Otherwise I probably would have taken Sam on a date and you know, another you person. You're going to take Megan on the final date. That was like your original plan. Yeah. But you, you learned from her the most. And- it, it got pretty hectic and I just didn't really know how to, how to come off without, you know, getting people to start getting angry a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, this is, a, it's such a weird social experiment to, to do this show, because as I've said, when I've interviewed pretty much everybody from this show, it's like most people, whether they're at a quote unquote crossroads in the relationship, wouldn't choose to use this Avenue to determine, is this person that I'm with the one for me? Most people would just, you know, maybe talk better, have open communication or go mm-hmm. to, or yeah. go to a therapist. But, you know, I applaud you guys for doing it cuz it's entertainment for us uh the viewers. <laughs> um right. yes, but but is. but like I've always said, I I do we, I think a lot of people just get excited about this show and really enjoy it because look, we're all voyeurs in a sense. We like watching other relationships and we like watching other people's relationships and 
to be honest, the cheating, the whatever you want to call it, if it's if it's cheating in people's minds, um, you know, we like we like seeing. Unfortunately, people like seeing other relationships fail. Now, obviously, yours yeah. didn't. Yeah. And it's good mm-hmm. to have one good love story mixed in there, just like Julian and uh, Kristen last year. Mm-hmm. But like yes. I've always said, if if all four couples did what you guys did, it would be a boring show. Like it would not be fun sure. to watch, you know. 100%. <laughs> but yeah. you guys, it's but it's nice to have a good one at the end, towards it's like, okay, there was a lot of hot messes going on with the other three couples, but at least we have. Hey, this mm-hmm. this works because. When I spoke to Mark post show, and I did the podcast with Mark, and I think even I, I think I might have even said it when I spoke to Jillian and whatnot. I I after the first episode, I mean, I was dead wrong. After the first episode, I was like, "No way, Luke and Iris are making this." I was like, "That's he's, what everyone thought." He's going to cheat. <laughs> yeah. Like based on the yeah. based on the setup that they gave us to the viewers, mm-hmm. they made mm-hmm. it seem like you just could not keep it in your pants ever, and it, it was this was going to be yeah. way too tempting for you. And then as I watched the show. At the end, I get to the end, and I'm like, this guy gets it, and he grew by far. I thought you grew the most from beginning to end. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, like, you know how these shows work, and really – They have to do suspense. And they really cut out so much, too. There was a lot more growth that I really had that was just really cut short because the episodes are so short, unfortunately. I wish they were two-hour episodes to show more – of our character, our background, but that's not going to make for the crazy drama a lot of the times. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, it did take me being in a house, and I think I got called out a few times on Twitter, like, how could Luke call these other men his role models? It's it's just for one aspect of becoming a little more emotional. Like, they would literally call our house the cry house. I guess Iris's house would call our house that because, <laughs> I mean, you saw what was going on with everyone there, but, I mean, I learned from like Hanya, I mean, he's, he's breaking down mega emotional guy, like showing me all these other things in that realm. And Edgar too is like a poet. He's all deep yeah, and all, all those things. So that's why I painted them as role models as me to learn from other men, how to be emotional as a man, because everyone in my circle, that's a guy is the farthest thing from that. So, you know, if I ever need emotional advice, it's usually I got to go talk to girls and you know it's it's stuff like that but being able to see other men do it and coming from a household where my dad's very strong Weschelberger our last name means moving mountains Hmm. it's like it's it's kind of in our German Austrian blood to just be what I've learned from my dad just a strong person and as, as to your point me not being able to keep in my pants that's like the first the singles reveal when it came out I looked all crazy overexcited Really, yeah. really, it's just I said, I'm tripping balls, man. Like, because literally, I was just. He's so excited. Adrenaline. Just for the whole, like, yeah. TV show. It to wasn't be on like. TV. And it's like, wow, I'm going to be with these people for the next month. This is crazy. It's not like, oh, I can't wait to leave my girl. And, but that's how everyone took it, you know? And Iris, <laughs> for you, for you, Iris, I, I, I guess my question is what was the. I mean, there wasn't a lot that Luke did. I guess wrong in, in the clips that you saw, but in terms of all the clips that you saw at Bonfire, what was the one mm-hmm. I guess maybe that bothered you the most or stuck with you the most that you saw Luke say or do? I mean, there was a string of clips, maybe like three or four, where he just kept repeating that I always bring up the past and don't allow us to move forward. And that it's a problem for him. And I think that really annoyed me, as you can see on the show. I just keep bringing up that he's not taking accountability because I truly felt that we wouldn't be in this problem if he had just stopped a long time ago. Yeah. Well, who, yeah. going back to just the beginning of you guys, who was the one that decided to do this? I Obviously, you both. Me. Mutually. <laughs> it was okay. me. Yeah. So you brought so it up and had to convince message. Luke. You had to con- You had to be convinced to do this, Luke. He was super down, actually, but I remember thinking, you know, Luke recently broke my trust a few months ago. This is a repetitive problem. Um, I feel like this could be a good experience and it could help our relationship. And it's better for me, if anything, to find out sooner sooner rather than later if Luke and I are meant to be together. And I feel like this experience could really show me that. Yeah, I was ready to take on the challenge, but... 
uh, yeah, I mean, Iris, along with every one of the other females, brought their man there <laughs> yeah. uh, to All test them. And that's that's just the way it was. And once it got closer, we made it further through the interviews. We started to say, damn, like, this is actually this getting, getting serious. And I remember, <laughs> like, a couple weeks right before when we got casted, I had cold feet about the whole thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe we shouldn't do this. Like, this could end really bad. It could be really embarrassing. Our friends and family, like, they, they're close. We just don't want to, like, ruin something that, could potentially be like heartbreaking, you know. Yeah, and you know, yeah, end up like, you know, Hanya and Ash or themselves mm-hmm. and, and Ashley. I mean, that, I mean they yeah. went through hell on that show. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. you know, I really think that, you know, when you when you look at you guys, um, you, you didn't have a very, it wasn't very rocky for you guys out there. I'm sure it was. I mean, I'm sure it was tough to be away. Obviously, that's the biggest thing that I think that most couples maybe don't understand until that first night when Mark says, hey, you got 10 minutes left before we're going to separate you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm guessing at no point during your relationship have you guys ever been separated for 30 days roughly to where maybe you weren't around each other, but you can't even speak to your woman. You can't text her. You can't call her. Yeah. Like nothing. All you can see is these clips that are obviously, you know, Mm-hmm. made to look a certain way and manipulated to make it look like maybe it's something worse than it really is. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing after that, uh, on that first night, take me back to that night where you're having, you know, the sit down with Mark and then he says, okay, you got 10 minutes and then, you know, say your goodbyes. I don't know. We'll start with you first, Luke. Were you just like, wow, now this, we're in this. Like uh, it might've been fun and games or oh, we're going to be a vacation in Hawaii. But now here we are, and holy shit, I'm going to be away from her for a month, and that's just... Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't really even trying to think that hard of all the time that was going to elapse ahead of me, and it was just me thinking, hey, we're going to take it day by day. This is just goodbye for now. It was kind of cute when Iris and I finished each other's sentence at the same time, saying, it's just goodbye for now. Yeah. And then, you know, that's kind kind of how I went into it for this experience and i didn't know how it was going to be after that moment it was still kind of we're we're break we're, we're leaving each other now for a moment it still didn't hit me until later on in the process when all the singles came in and just the the alcohol the the lack of sleep the dehydration just all of the talking you have to do every day like iris and i studied heavily on the show before we went watched every season but nothing can prepare you for really being in the experience and it was you know the that first weekend when i'm trying to remember everyone's name iris had a good point like she needs a damn notepad for everyone's name because the producers (laughs) are expecting you and bringing up questions to know everyone and this and that about and i'm just like they're cool. I they're You're they're like, fun. Who is that again? <laughs> yeah, and it's wow. It was intense. And for you, Iris, when you settled in and you and you left, I I think you were kind of I don't know, I don't know if closed off is the phrase to use, but in the beginning, I felt that you were kind of hesitant to lean into this process. I was. I definitely was. I've just been so in love with Luke for the past five years that it was pretty hard for me to open up to some of the single guys in the beginning and I know that at that final dinner you can see it in my um interview that I have like one-on-one that I'm like actually crying because I was kind of expecting the worst I was expecting the worst maybe from Luke's side because I didn't know if I could trust him from like the text in the past and like being heartbroken at points in the relationship but I know that halfway through the experience when I got more used to the guys. We're talking every day. You do see like my more party girl side come out and I'm able to get out my shell more. And I truly felt like I grew. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys, you guys both did. And it's a, it's a process that it's just kind of like Luke said, you can watch it and you can see the previous seasons and study every episode. Mm -hmm. But until you're out there, I think Edgar said it when I spoke to him last week, he's just like, you just don't understand what it's like having to talk about your feelings every single day. It yeah. just, it just, it's, it's like, he goes, it just, it, it wears on you. And you're just like, gosh, I feel like I'm saying, and he goes, even not, in, not even necessarily in just the confessionals, but when he goes and talks to the singles and the singles are, are 
beating him down on yeah. talking about your feelings. And he's like, gosh, it was just, it got to mm-hmm. be way too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have no phone, no internet, no communication yeah. to the outside world. No and, media. You can't even pick up a book, they said. You can't yeah, do you can't, anything. They didn't want you <laughs> journaling too much because they wanted you to say all your feelings on camera. Yeah. And so you're basically like forced to socially interact all day and it's kind of like a job <laughs> you wake up you put your microphone on and there's a hundred cameras around the house and then tv ones in your face and you yeah. have to say the same thing to the producers one single two single 12 singles and yeah. then mark you know it's like 24 <laughs> 7 yeah and that's just not yeah it's not easy and you know i don't want to say it was easy for you guys because you guys ended up together in the end but i mean this is it's just not normal, but it's a it's a hell of an an, an experiment. Um, I guess yeah. the biggest I guess the biggest thing with you guys and the thing that was harped on all season was this past of Luke to where you just seem to like to text ex girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm curious. <laughs> Obviously, the, you said you know the shows are 40 minutes each with commercials every week, and there's so much footage. And I, and I know you talked about it on the show, but can you dive a little bit more into, you know, what what made you do it? Was Did you ever do it because, I, you know, Iris and I just had an argument, so I'm going to now go text somebody else. Or I want to talk to somebody. I, Iris is in the other room. Or did you just do it out of habit? What was this that led you to keep doing this, knowing yeah. that it was going to upset Iris? Yeah. So, I mean – there were certain times where we did have some fights and Iris and I took a quote unquote break and then, but it's not a breakup. It was like, we need just some space apart. And then I didn't feel like I had anyone I could talk to. Um, All my guy friends were just not people I could really talk to about this. My dad wasn't someone and my mom is uh, not really there in the mental health department to be able to give me a good response back. So, I mean, I I fell into texting people that I had a pass with and that's kind of where that came up, came from Um, as, as bad and sad as that sounds, it's, it's pretty stupid to hear myself even say that because now, you know, Iris has a lot of great girlfriends and if there's issues I can reach out to them, there's other people I can go to besides people that I had a pass with. Um, And then there was, you know, other times where I would just say simple nothing's like happy Easter or something to somebody uh, out of the blue. And Iris and I were completely fine. So it was, it was a hit or miss time. It's not like I'm constantly texting every single day to these people, but it's like a once every three, four months type of deal or arguments arose. And, and that's kind of where that came from. Did, did, but did the texting conversation, did it become asking for advice did it become flirty or did it turn into sexting at any point or was it just you contacting them that that i guess iris you know i want you to step in here too and and be like what what it what was it that upset you was it just him reaching out to someone that it didn't have to be someone you had a pass with or was it the nature of what was being said in these texts um, it was more so like you don't have to reach out to someone that you have a past with, but I mean the texts were never sexual, okay. which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, there were just times where like I would see the messages. I wouldn't even be snooping really. I would just like see a message pop up with Luke while he's next to me. I'd be like, "Why are you texting her?" And then I'd have to see the messages, obviously, you know. But um. Yeah, it wasn't anything, like, crazy horrible, but there were times where I'd see him, like, complain about me mm-hmm. to this person that he has a past with, and that's just, like, not okay with me because, you know, I I don't want to think about Luke texting someone, like, intimate details about our relationship with someone he has history with. So that's what was really hurtful to me. Um, I remember there was one text where he was, like, asking to meet up with um, an ex-girlfriend at a bar super late. I thought that was super weird, but nothing came of that. She 
like it didn't happen and i thought that that was pretty hurtful yeah she worked at the bar and i was <laughs> she it's by my house so i was gonna just ride my bike there and get a beer or whatever yeah and yeah. just say hi it's not like I'm but i did think with her i anything, thought it was but... pretty sus and i was just like this is not okay <laughs> like you never told me this like there's dishonesty it's hard for me to trust you. And so I just felt like we constantly were going back to like the same problem of mistrust. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, see, that's the thing. Like, I think when I watched the show and, you know, it was almost like the surface level of this story, which was, yeah, Luke just has an issue texting ex-girlfriends. It honestly, now that I got the real answer, I think I've always thought that Luke was flirting with them and maybe, and maybe it turned, not in a, it doesn't have to be like you know hardcore sexting or anything like that. But in my mind, mm -hmm. before you answer that, Iris, I thought it was Luke was flirting with women while you were literally on the couch with him or something like that. That's what I thought oh, it was. No, no, not I, at all. I don't think I <laughs> okay, like, really ever sent winky like, faces or no, any of that stuff. I think like the show portrayed it worse than what it was. Yeah, they did because I was yeah. fooled. <laughs> and then they made Luke look kind of douchey in the beginning. So everyone's like, oh, he's totally sexting other girls. And that's mm -hmm. not the case at all. Okay. Yeah, I kind of have a strong moral compass at the end of the day. And that's yeah. something that a lot of people don't really recognize. And the producers all thought, hey, let's give Luke the master suite in the house and give him the biggest shower and get all these girls to go up in the shower after the chocolate party. Well, I still called up LaSalle's and Hanya. I'm like, I, if we're doing this to clean off, I need all my guys in there with me so it doesn't look that bad. So, like, I, I really cannot even fathom myself physically cheating on Iris. Like, there's just too Luke many ethical, never, moral, like, things that... You've never physically cheated on any of your relationships. Yeah, no. So well, good. <laughs> that's yeah. uh, that's that's great to hear. I mean, I th I think with you guys, like I said, I, there wasn't a ton of that you had to navigate through while on this show. And I think as viewers, I think we saw about halfway through, you know, where this was headed, and yeah. Yeah. and it was going to be that you guys were definitely going to leave together. It just we didn't know until that you know what penultimate episode or maybe second to uh, third to last episode where it was just like, oh, he's going to get a ring and he's going to propose. And yeah. I, I think that was, you know, that was really cool to see. And I think, you know, like I said, your your journey on the show was was different than Edgar and Jillian's, clearly uh, different than LaSalle's <laughs> and Ashley and different than Hanya yeah. and yeah. Ash. But mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing for you guys that came out was this bombshell. I mean, that's a it's a strong word, but. It came out of left mm -hmm. field, so to me it was a bombshell. Was at the reunion show with mm -hmm. with this Ash just, I just I mean <laughs> to this day I mean yeah. I, I I asked Jillian I asked Jillian I asked Edgar I asked Mark I said where did this come from Like obviously there's a lot we don't see but oh my god dude wh what made her she say had that a shoe. Mm. She had a shoe that she was ready to chuck at people because I just don't think she has been treated well by men in her life and just thinks that, you know, as, as uh, broad as the statement it is, like all men are bad. I, I don't want to put words in her mouth at all, but like, she just hears me say these, the, the verbiage I use saying I let, I'm now able to let Iris go to Vegas without feeling jealous. And that's somewhere I, I had, problems I, I with in the past and she said oh you had to let her so you own her and just like going down these crazy rabbit holes with words that you know i'm yeah. just not even intentionally trying to say and that's what uh, happened a lot of the times on the show you heard me saying juicy i think you're the most attractive because she just said it to me and i'm just kind of parroting things and there i just got Luke yeah. is like someone who talks with his foot in his mouth and it just like it comes off way worse than what it is but it's not meant to be that way and I think, like, for Ash, she took that as, like, Luke being territorial and, like, having ownership over me. But obviously, like, when you're in a committed relationship and one partner just wants to go to Vegas and, like, party with friends for the weekend, you have to discuss that. Yeah. yeah like, I'm not just going to say, <laughs> okay, don't even talk to me about it. She just went to Vegas a week and a half ago and partied it up with all these random guys at their table I, and all her and girlfriends. girlfriends. And didn't do a thing. Iris is one of the most loyal people I have ever met. And I've met a lot of people. And she's amazing. So I don't have problems with that. It's just early stages in this five-year relationship. I was jealous. She would go to yacht parties, boat parties. 
I'm not invited. The guys are just trying to be there for her. And I've been treated really bad in my past with other relationships. Girls would leave me like cheat cheat on on me with one of my like really best good friends and stuff like that. So I was kind of feeling similar to how Ash was where I don't trust a lot of women. Mm. And for a hot girl like ours to be going to Vegas or boat parties and gonna, doing all these gonna get a lot of attention photo shoots yeah, yeah. tripping me out yeah <laughs> so where so where are you at i'm sure you've spoken to ash after that uh, that at the reunion oh, yeah. that was filmed in february where are you guys at with ash now did you kind of settle things and uh, oh yeah okay we're totally cool with it's, ash. it's uh, hilarious literally though. right after the reunion um her and luke like we all went out they talked and Luke was like, I absolutely adore Iris. I want nothing like but the best for her, and I want to be the man that she deserves. And Ash is just like, you know, like, you've scored a lot. Sorry, I said that at the reunion. And then they both followed each other on Instagram, and if you look at who she's following, Luke is like one of two guys from the whole cast that she follows. So mm-hmm. they're they're super cool. And we linked up episode two, uh, Jillian, and through a party in Miami, and Ash was there. Ashley, like all the girls, uh, some singles from other seasons. Jesse, the guy who was there with Erica, uh, there for her. He he came out to the party, big fun party for episode two, and I was kicking it with uh, all all the women from the, all the couple girls, the girls that were in the relationships. And Ash was there. We were going out to Restoration Hardware, like nice meals together, having a great time. And Ash and I were having great conversations together, and she was telling me wow, like, yeah, I, I in the beginning I thought this about you, but now I, I think all these other good things about you. Now I get to know you more. And, you know, it's just the cut-up version that she witnessed before we watched the reunion. And we were all a little dissatisfied because our journeys were, well, I was, I, I mean, the journey was, you know, all but pretty much cut out except for the crazy drama stuff. And all the things I thought were going to be shown uh, for, they showed us the whole season before we did the reunion and that's kind of what amped everyone up to get a little more aggressive yeah um because it's still fresh in your mind so i feel mm. like everyone's just basing their opinion off like what they're seeing from the show on each person yep. but then when we all party together after it's a completely different story yeah. Well, that's good to hear that you guys patch things up and there was and that it was just that outburst and really nothing since then. So that's good to know. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know yeah. a lot of people were just like, where is this coming from? We had no idea she even had any fe- any thoughts about like there was no because re- obviously you never interact with um, Ash during filming. So it's like, well, what happened yeah. post show? to give her this impression of Luke. and Yeah, literally nothing. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. She was just really fed up around the whole thing, I guess, after watching it all. I don't and know I think how. Also, yeah. she just, like, thinks that I'm this angel or, like, this kind soul that she just couldn't imagine, like, anyone ever hurting me. And I think, like, she was a little bothered by that. But Luke has been great since the show, and I don't think she really knew the extent of how much Luke has grown. So maybe she still had this leftover imprint that Luke is like still not trustworthy. Yeah. Well, Luke, how are you with the other guys uh, on the show? The, co- the the guys involved in the couple of cells and Hanya and Edgar. I know when I spoke to Edgar, he said he kind of shut off from everybody once he got mm-hmm. back from filming and he basically didn't talk to a lot of people. So I don't know how close you guys are now, but with LaSalle's and Hanya, where are you at with your relationships with them? Do you guys yeah. keep in touch? You see each other? Yeah, we we have a little group message going, but, you know, after the reunion, we all got to hang out. It was amazing. No cameras around, and we were kicking it with the single guys, uh, the single girls. We all got a big table out in Hermosa Beach, and Callie just had a really fun time after all that and just vibed with everybody. But, you know, I don't really talk to them back and forth all the time anymore. I'm still going to hit Edgar up when I need, you know, unique, fancy date ideas because <laughs> he he knows how to how to do it, man. Um, yes, and then very romantic. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, Lascelles was there at the episode two show in Miami, so he was there. Oh yeah, Ashley he actually was there. we hung out with Lascelles um, for the first day because we ended up on the same flight. So Luke and I had like a layover in New York before we went to the Miami party and we, we hung out like that whole time and it was cool. 
Yeah, I mean, we're still cool with everyone. I'm yeah, cool with all the guys. It's just... I, I'm super close with all the girls still. We still talk a lot. We have group messages. Jillian and I talk, like, every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, we are very close. I'm just, you know, all the guys, me and the guys, we're kind of on our different wavelengths. I'm heavily busy with what I'm working on with the business, everything else going on. And, you know, when we talk, we talk. I still have love for everyone, and it's... It's like nothing changed. Yeah, it's no biggie. And aren't you aren't you guys all kind of spread out? Like, I know Edgar is Florida, and Lascelles is... You know, East Coast and on New York. We're like Northeast, South, and West. Yeah. Everyone is spread out. Yeah, yeah, we're way far away from each other. We're the only ones from Seattle. Yeah. And everyone else is like from Florida or New York and whatnot. It's and, it's pretty funny. And Hanya and Ash are, are they still Santa in Santa Fe? New Mexico? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ash moved to oh, Vegas. Oh, Ash is moving to Vegas, actually. She's in the middle of moving her stuff right now. Oh, she's moving to Vegas? Uh, yeah. A, a work thing, or she just wants a new start? I think a new start. I think there's also like more opportunity there. And I know Bree, one of the single girls, she lives there, and they've gotten super close, and they've been bonding a lot. So I feel like she thinks it's it's a good place to go for her. Okay. And then as for Hanya, I haven't heard much about Hanya. He seemed obviously... At the reunion show, just kind of, you know, he always took a beating this season from from the fan base. I think everybody, if there was a guy, with yeah. him, well, I mean, I guess Lascelles did too, but um, because yeah. people didn't really understand Lascelles as much as he spoke, it seemed like a lot of word salad <laughs> that was just yeah. like yeah. never. We never could. He said a lot of things, but we couldn't understand what he was <laughs> saying but That's um how's, how's hanya doing how's how's hanya doing in all this you know hanya has his own business going i think he said like i'm just gonna unplug i'm not gonna like look at these comments i'm not gonna look at this like i don't even wanna i'm, I'm gonna like i don't even think he's like really following many of the any of the producers or any of those other people but you know, he's he's not too big on social media either, so he's just doing his own thing, and I respect that. Like, don't harbor on to all the negativity and just keep, like, living in that. Just break off from it and do Stay your thing. Positive. He got his hair cut. He's changed, he's changed dude now, and <laughs> whatever he learned there, he learned it big time. I don't think he's ever going to have an open relationship again, um, and he learned that by the first bonfire, but Ash yeah. didn't see that. Uh, at all and that's kind of what happened i don't think yeah, yeah i actually called hanya a month ago just to catch up see how he's doing and he sounds like he's in a good place which is good to hear and mm -hmm. um luke also joined the phone call and we we talked to him for like a good hour and he seems to be really happy right now okay yeah good for him and then um obviously i spoke to jillian and edgar and tommy so i know what's going on with them and then um you know, Lascelles and Ashley isn't, if I'm not mistaken, because I, I, I glanced at her Instagram page, but I can't remember. I, I might have mixed her up with a bachelor, someone in the bachelor world. Does Ashley have a new boyfriend? She, she's dating right now, she's but dating. nothing not like with super somebody. serious. Okay. No. Yeah. She's just going on dates. She's loving her life. As you can see, she's literally a queen and she's living her best life. Okay. And then Lascelles is... What's he up to? He's doing good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know as far as what he's doing in the dating world or anything like that. You know, he's he's pretty active on social media. He's making his reels, his TikToks, his things. He's just yeah. doing his thing. I'm sure he's probably talking to someone for whatever emotion, like if it's emotional support or looking to start getting back in the in the field, playing the field a, a bit. I have no idea, really. Um, yeah, but you know. he, he said, like, He's also doing well. He is now focused more on personal training. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, was yeah. was the Miami party the one you guys spoke of the Miami party where you guys all went down there? It was in the beginning. Um, was that the party where he made out with the two singles, or was that a completely different party? No, completely different. It was party. Halloween. I think. It was Halloween. It was Halloween. Luke and I were okay. not there, um, but I mean, like, I still talk to like. Tevin and Mikey, two of the single guys, and like they tell me everything, so I'm still kept in the loop in regards to that. Oh yeah, and that was a Halloween <laughs> party in New York. Tevin and Mikey were there, so what did they they tell you about all that? Yeah, um, yeah, they did. We yeah. talk uh, we talk about business, Luke. You have a you have a really interesting job, and I haven't and I did this just through just a Google search, but I want you to kind of dive into it more. You 
so you do a bunch of videos. You mm-hmm. you you show people on YouTube how to sell Amazon products. Is that correct? Or right, including me. So yeah, I've taught many many people. I have a whole program, a step by step course that you know my YouTube videos are going to be all free content setting you up, building a private label product brand. So if you look at anything you have, a laptop case, anything, it probably says made in China. And unfortunately, I wish we had more manufacturers in the U.S. that could compete with that those prices. But all these big companies, they're buying their products from overseas. You can go to Alibaba.com, type in any product that you're familiar with or want to sell, and you'll see it's five times less or so than anything selling here in the U.S. Well, you find a product, there's software that shows you how many sales a month and how many reviews, how competitive different products are on Amazon. You find something with high sales and low competition. You can go source it from your Alibaba supplier, negotiate down a price, and then within your Amazon seller account, like I don't work for Amazon, I'm a third-party seller, and then I can create a shipping plan in my Amazon account give the shipping labels to the supplier overseas who's private labeled, branded, put up whatever packaging I want. I've essentially created a product brand. I can get it trademarked. We ship that into the Amazon warehouses. I don't touch the inventory. Then I rank the product up to page one for like big search terms so people find it. Um, And there's a whole launch strategy behind that. And then boom, random customers are buying your product and Amazon is shipping it out with that two day prime shipping. Um, And yeah, I've been doing that for five years and have a ton of successful students, some making even way more than me. Some of them, one of them bought a yacht and literally said, whenever you want to be here, man, you can. (laughs) And he's got like a Teddy Rose brand. So these things you can get for 18 bucks. And around Valentine's Day, they sell for 100. Iris got hit up by a sponsor one time and their bears, the same things I was getting for 20 bucks were selling for $550 on their own Shopify website. So you can build other websites, but then you have to drive your own traffic to those websites instead of Amazon where all the traffic's already there and they're handling the customer service and shipping it out. So it's it's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's that's very and and you're into this too, Iris? Is this what you do as well or do you have do you have a separate Yeah. So Luke got me into it as well. Um I took his course. <laughs> okay. He has a course that he made. Um it's 10 hours long, 65 videos. He updates it all the time. But basically, Luke was like, you know, you could make passive income with this. It's a really good strategy um, in terms of just like making like a a monthly side hustle. And so I learned from him and he taught me how to sell party decoration kits on Amazon. Yeah, she did a TikTok party kit and had just a few uh, people get it from a special URL. She shot up to page one. And I was like the number one product on page one, which is pretty cool. And then just started (laughs) killing it with sales right away. And it's a party kit that I love these because there's unlimited niches. You know, you could do Hawaiian party theme, any decorations you want. And then you can pick which items are selling well on their own. Like maybe this photo backdrop is making a ton of sales on its own and it's 20 bucks. Well, we combine all these hot selling items into one bundle, sell it for like $45, or if you're going to buy everything separately, it might be 80 bucks. You give the customer a no-brainer offer, and they, they love all the items in the bundle, and boom. So Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, see, because I was, when I, you know, obviously, what, I, it's weird, because I've always been, I'm trying to think of when I started with, um, you know, being an Amazon Prime member, but once the pandemic hit, Amazon mm-hmm. ended up being my life because I just, that's all I, I just didn't, you know, for a while there, we couldn't go out and we couldn't even, you know, really go to the store, but I just got so lazy with anything. Now I don't go to the store anymore. I go, mm-hmm. I go on Amazon for, um, groceries. I do Amazon fresh. I, you know, the other day I was like, Oh, I'm out of toothpaste. I'm just going to go on Amazon and get it rather than drive to the store. Cause I'm going to get it. Sometimes I'm getting it the same day uh, with their with their yeah. delivery. Yeah, and also sometimes it's cheaper mm-hmm. too. Yeah, when I've shopped for like my toiletries, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have been getting it on Amazon this whole time. Well, yeah, Amazon always because there is a lot of competition for certain high searched products, so they all have to compete based on price and it's brand fragmentation. Usually before Amazon or e-commerce, you had to go to these stores, these 
Nordstrom's, these places like that, and that's what you can get. But now there's high-quality brands where we can even find where Patagonia or North Face actually goes to get their products made and get the same quality clothes made from those suppliers, manufacturers, and put our own branding on it with the same quality product. So. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can learn with that. I, I remember great. I remember when the pandemic started, um, one of the first things that I looked to get was, you know, kind of like everybody, was masks. And I was going yeah, on Amazon, yeah. and I was just looking for the, you know, the back then we were just like, we just need basic masks. And that was like those hospital masks, those cloth ones. And I went on mm-hmm. Amazon, and, I, and, and it was like, here's a pack of, I think it was a pack of 100, was the, was the smallest... Um, <laughs> quantity amount I could get, and it di- and I didn't get it for six weeks. And I ordered it like you know that wow. that middle of March, and I was oh, like, wow. And I think I ended up getting it a little bit earlier. But when I ordered it, it said it will be delivered, you know, April fifteenth. I think I got ended up getting it the first week of April. But and this was something I looked at first week of March when everything started getting serious. Then, and I was uh-huh. like, wow. But yeah, that that turned out to be such a obviously as we know um everyone was after masks at that point but there were so yeah. literally amazon it was sold yeah. out everywhere like you and there's oh man there there's restrictions on selling those cuz they're considered sometimes a medical device yeah. so if you know your ways around things and know how to get products approved which i was able to do i actually helped uh, someone else get masks live on amazon which was very hard to do and these listings were doing like every listing on the first page was doing 500,000 to a million, three million, five million dollars in revenue a month. And the profit on those things was extremely high too. So I feel like if you had to wait six weeks for that, maybe it wasn't in stock at the time, but near that buy now button or whatever, it should tell you a date. And if it's not prime, yeah, it could take a while. And they probably shipped them again from Alibaba overseas and that's why it took six weeks because that's where those things most of the time are made yeah you know? oh that's what I, yeah it was saying hey this isn't available until uh it, you know currently said out of stock or it would say not available till april 15th to 18th and i was just like wow they are yeah. everyone must be trying to get these now and and that's what yeah. it ended up being but um anyway uh good business talk there thank you for that uh no you know oh yeah a little bit more about amazon but uh, uh, Luke, Iris, thank you so much uh, for coming on and, and sharing your story and giving us a little more insight as to, you know, kind of what we saw there. Like you said, there was there was stuff I know that was left out, family stuff. And I was I, I didn't want to dive too much into it with you, because if it was out there, um, then I would have. But I, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather not if that's if, sure. unless there's something that you really want to that you want out there but um what we saw mm-hmm. uh on the show i think like i said i thought you you really did grow the most you certainly had me fooled because after episode one i'm like there ain't making it no way no chance <laughs> in, no chance in hell he's gonna yeah. cheat and uh you know obviously they you know like you said they played it up and they had me fooled but congratulations yeah. to you guys uh good Thank luck in so the future much. oh quick question like has the wedding planning started where are we, where are we looking? Okay, where and where are we looking location wise? Santorini, Greece. Oh yeah, that, we said that at the reunion too. Oh, that's we wanna, right. That's right. We we definitely you know we're thinking sometime in the summer in about two years. There's just a lot of foundational things. We're having a big family move right now. Uh, some of our families trying to sell some houses and move to different locations and being very involved with my own family. Uh, like I said, I've kind of had to take care of my mom's side quite a bit. I'm still living with them as much as, you know, Irish and I want to branch out and get things going on our own. Yeah. We still have to hold it down back here, help out around the house. Uh, and we want to have a lot of fun parties before we go actually get married. Cause the wedding's probably going to be kind of small. We'd love to have a few cast members out there and things like that. Maybe have Mark officiate our wedding or something cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or Ray Ross. <laughs> but uh, well, he's doing yeah, he's doing ju- like he's doing um, uh, Julian and Kristen's. He's officiating oh, their he, wedding. Oh, he is. Yeah, no, he. I I thought it. Yeah, that's on. I'm pretty sure he tweeted that out like uh, a few months ago. But yeah, I'm, as as far as oh, I know, he's man. he's officiating Julian and Kristen's wedding. Okay. Oh, that's oh my that. God. Well, yeah. then hopefully he can do ours. I'm sure he wouldn't turn down <laughs> going crazy. to Santorini. There's no way. I mean, come on. It's Mark Wahlberg. He can do that as long as you as long Let's as you don't get mar- as long as you don't get married in 
September, which you know they'll be filming a, yep. another season of Temptation Island, season six, yeah. season yeah. seven. So, yeah. Just make sure Mark's free. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's that's great. So congratulations uh, to you guys. Thank you so much. No, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Good luck with everything in the future, and uh, certainly be in touch. Yeah, All thank right. you so much for having us. We thanks, really Steve. appreciate it. You got it. Thank you so much to Luke and Iris for coming on. Really enjoyed that talk with them. Got a little bit deeper into things that were brought up on the show. And I know there is some family stuff regarding Luke that apparently was talked about a lot on the show. It was like touched on for us, the viewers, but then we never really saw deeper into it. I think when we had Mark Wahlberg on, Mark even mentioned that there was other stuff with Luke that was never shown. And I think that you know, kind of led to a lot of Luke's issues with opening up and being vulnerable and stuff like that and not trusting women. But like I said, at the end, it was just like, you know, if it wasn't brought up on the show, I, I don't really want to want to go there with them. But they seem really happy. It's good to see that a success story did happen from this show. And like I said, as long as we get one, I think that's good. If we went over four, I mean, it'd still be an entertaining show. But you always want to see one where at least they stay together. It doesn't necessarily have to mean an engagement happens, but. Just stay together. I think that's always good. So thanks again to them for coming on. And sorry, you know, like I said, this is a day late. Just schedule got mixed up and um, had to do it uh, a little bit uh, a little bit later. But we should be back on schedule uh, next week. So thank you to Luke and Iris. Thank you for all for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. It is much appreciated. And, uh, again, we'll be back next week with podcast number 292. So for Luke and Iris, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. And we will talk to you next week. See you.